Chapter 14 The Three Sai Satcharita In Chapter 14 the main story is of an affluent land owner Ratanji Shepurji Wadia It is beautifully described Shetji had all the comforts that wealth could provide However though he appeared to be contented and happy he was very disheartened and sad as he did not have a son He pined to have a son Instead, he had twelve daughters. Day and night, he thought how wretched his life was without a son. It was Das Ganu who advised him to seek refuge at Baba's feet and assured him that he would be blessed with a son. Sethji thus went to Shirdi and beseeched Baba to bless him. Baba then asked him to give him Dakshina of rupees five. which he had intended to give then baba told him that he had already received 3 rupees and 14 annas and blessed him then shetji turned home and thus it came to pass and shetji did have a string of sons the rest of the chapter is about dakshina mimansa why is it so important for hindus to have a son and also Why did Baba bless many a devotee with a male offspring? Malsapati stayed with Baba the entire day and night. On one occasion early in life about 1896 Baba said, "Are Bhagat, listen to my fakiri words which are always true. You are coming and sleeping here and not with your wife. But you have only daughters." and daughters are like tamarind fruit but a son is like a mango fruit you go home and you will get a son in spite of baba's pressure he declined to go home and did not want his family or sansar to increase but his friend kashiram shimpi compelled him and took him home and left him there thereafter he took his bed in his house He started it on Janmashtami of 1896 and on the next Janmashtami 1897 a son was born to him. Baba had equality of vision so why did he say that female offsprings are like tamarind? In the Hindu dharma it is very important to have a son. The reason being that it is only the son who can perform the antameshti of his parents which is one of the 16 samskars after the son's upanayanam or thread ceremony he does sandhya vandan daily and venerates all the family deities upon the death of his parents it is he who lights the funeral pyre and immerses their ashes in the ganga so that they go to heaven He also performs the shraddha every year with love and respect and Baba was rather strict about performing shraddha and also about setting aside food for our ancestors at every meal whenever there is a ceremony or celebration in the house the son performs nandi shraddha and invites the deceased to participate in it thus the good samskars of the son make his ancestors very happy reason number 
It is the male child that carries forth the family name and lineage. The girl marries into another family and her gotra changes and she takes her husband's gotra or as she is often referred to as paraya dhan. She is the Lakshmi who now belongs to another family but the son usually stays with his parents. Thus, he is a source of income for his parents in their old age. A dutiful son not only looks after his own family but also looks after his parents both emotionally and financially. If by chance his sister is not married, he is responsible to get her married to a suitable groom. In most Hindu families, the elder son gets married only after his sisters are married. Even if the daughter is married into an affluent family and the son is not well off, the parents will not accept any help from their daughter as they have performed kanyadan to her. All this would be ideal in that time and age. However, things have changed a lot during the present time. Now, I will narrate some leelas how Baba blessed the devotees with a son. Leela number one I had to tell this abdomen to give you a son. Chotubaya and Narayan Govind Shinde were childhood friends. In 1903, they made a pilgrimage to Gangapur. They took a dip in the Sangam. Chotubaya suggested to Shinde that he should vow before the Padukas of Lord Datta that if he had a son within a year, he would bring him to Gangapur and lay the child at the Lord's feet. He said so because Shinde had seven daughters and no male child. Shinde agreed and took the vow. That very year, he was blessed with a healthy son, but he did not fulfill his vow. Chotubaya repeatedly reminded him about the fulfillment of the vow. But Shinde made various excuses. One day, Chotubaya wrung his hands and said, Are Shinde, God has a way of extracting a vow sooner or later. It is wise to fulfill it before this happens. So you better take your son and go at once to Gangapur. In 1911, Chotubaya decided to go to Shirdi along with his family. He told his friend to accompany him, but Shinde declined. He was extremely restless the entire day, so he finally decided to accompany them as they were just about to leave. Both friends reached Shirdi the next day and in the evening had Baba's darshan. The following day, they attended the noon arti. Baba looked directly at Shinde, his eyes blazing, and he said, Are, you think you're very clever and smart. I had to tear this abdomen to give you a son. Just as I gave you a son, I am capable of taking him back, if you continue behaving like this. At that moment, Shinde repented and mentally begged Baba to forgive him. Then Baba turned to Chotubaya and said, Is everything all right with you? 
by this baba acknowledged that chotu bhaiya was instrumental in bringing shinde to his feet this incident gives a glimpse of baba's immense love for a wavering devotee a few days later shinde took his entire family to gangapur and laid his son at the padukas then instead of returning home he visited shirdi and laid his son at baba's feet following this incident shinde became utterly devoted to baba and often visited shirdi this leela is taken from sai leela magazine volume 2 number 9 year 1924 leela number 2 baba gives his son back on june 6 1984 mr t t vijay kumar lost his son vikram who succumbed to burns this left the couple in a state of shock and depression in july the couple made a pilgrimage to the temples in south india and their only prayer to all the deities was give them back their son the distraught father did not go to work for 3 months then one night he dreamt of baba in the dream he was standing to have baba's darshan along with other devotees suddenly baba stood before him vijay prostrated at his feet and held them tightly then he asked baba about his son baba replied in english you will get your son back then vijay inquired about his job and baba assured him saying you will get a job soon he immediately told his wife about the dream at that time she was pregnant on march 10 1985 the couple was blessed with a son they named him sai kartik his second son resembled vikram both physically and temperamentally his son sai was born in the month of march exactly 9 months after they lost vikram many of vijay's friends and relatives remarked about the striking resemblance between the two children in january 1986 they took sai to shirdi to show their gratitude and receive blessings from their sadguru this leela is taken from sai leela magazine volume 66 number 9 december 1987 in conclusion i would like to emphatically say that baba had total equality of vision he loved and respected his female devotees as much as he did the male ones bhajamai radhakrishnamai lakshmibai khapade lakshmibai shinde sita devi tarkad and chandrabai borkar just to mention a few he respectfully called i my obai and loved them a great deal dakshina mimansa the word dakshina means sacrificial fees types of dakshina there are two types of dakshina one is vyavaharik or traditional and two is avyavaharik or dharmic or spiritual the shastras say 
that we should not go to meet God, Guru or King empty-handed. So we usually bring a coconut, bananas, some fruits, flowers, sugar candy and pedas as offerings. Importantly, when we offer money, it is considered as traditional type of dakshina. When we take diksha from a guru, he blows a mantra in a year. Then we do his path puja and give him dakshina. This is considered as adhyatmic dakshina. Initially, Baba did not ask anyone for dakshina. He lived his life like a fakir. The Dwarkamai was old and dilapidated. His belongings were few. All he possessed was a sack for a seat, a cloth to cover his head, a kafni, a langot, and joli, a tin, tumbrel, and satka. This was his samsar. Hence, he had no need for collecting money. He begged for food from certain houses and ate whatever was given to him as bhiksha. For his jilam, he got tobacco from the village. So, also, did he get the wood for dunimai and oil for his lamps from a few shopkeepers. Hence, there was no need for money. The villagers did not pay any heed to him and thought him to be a yeda fakir. Baba started asking for dakshina when devotees from Mumbai and other places started visiting Shirdi and his divinity was quite evident. The villagers heard that a great Aulia had manifested in Shirdi and they came in droves. It was then that Baba started asking for dakshina. His method of asking for dakshina was unique. He did not ask everyone for it. If a devotee offered dakshina, sometimes he accepted it and other times he did not. Many a devotee wished that Baba would ask him and he would give the dakshina, but Baba may or may not have asked him for dakshina. If a person was disinclined to give dakshina, Baba did not ask him for it. If he offered it, Baba did not accept it. If he placed it there, as traditionally dakshina is placed at the feet of a saint, Baba asked him to take it away without touching it. He did not take dakshina solely from the wealthy people. He asked it from everyone, even females and children. Example, Mrs. Tarkad. Baba asked her to give him rupees six, that is, the six internal enemies. Sai Satcharita, Chapter 9. From children as well, he asked. Example, he asked Gavankar, who was only 12 years old, to give him two pesa. The transaction was completed by Gavankar saying, it is given, and Baba saying, it is accepted. The two pesa is symbolic of Shraddha and Saburi. What did Baba do with the Dakshina? Many a time, Baba gave back a portion of the Dakshina to the devotee and said, This is my money that I give you. Now keep it in a safe place. If you choose to keep it in your Devara, then perform daily puja to it. Sometimes, when a devotee gave a certain amount, 
Baba demanded the same amount again. He even fought with the devotee and got double the original amount. When Dr. Gavankar's guru went for darshan, he gave Baba two rupees as dakshina. Baba demanded and fought till he got four rupees, that is, double the amount. Every time he collected about two hundred to three hundred rupees and kept it in his pocket. After dakshina, he did not spend a single anna on himself. He gave ten to hundred rupees to certain devotees. From the remaining amount, he bought baskets of mangoes, guavas, bananas, and sugarcane, and distributed it. Kirtan cars, big shoes, jugglers, musicians were all benefited from it. He gave large amounts to them depending on their skill. In the evening, he did not own a single pie. When Baba took dakshina, there was a lesson in it. He tested the person giving it. Was he giving it willingly? Was his atma saddened by the thought of having to part with his money? Was his attachment to money deep? Was there a chance that it would lessen over time? He taught these things by demanding dakshina. The amount he took, he returned a hundredfold. Guru dakshina. The second type of dakshina is guru dakshina, where the guru gives mantra upadesh and the disciple gives dakshina. But the dakshina need not necessarily be money. Baba often asked for dakshina from the poti that the devotee was reading. Dakshina of Nishta and Saburi. In chapter 18 and 19 of the Sri Sai Satcharita, the story of Sathe, Radhabai Deshmukh, and Dabulkar are given, and the Guru's grace is explained. This is an apt example of Guru Dakshina. The story of Radhabai Deshmukh. Baba said. I stayed with my guru for twelve years, serving him from morning to night. I loved him with my heart and soul, and I thought of nothing else. My guru was the only thought and the only sadhana I had. He had got my head shaved and asked me for two paisa as dakshina. Mother, the two paisa was not monetary coins. What he asked for was nishta and saburi. The meaning of nishta is loyalty, faith, reliance, and integrity. Saburi is fortitude and courageous patience. These two pesas I gave willingly. My guru did not have any expectation from me. He guarded me and protected me from harm. Kashiram Shempi gives Baba two paisa daily. Any devotee giving dakshina should not be proud that he is giving dakshina and he can afford to do so. Nor should the devotee feel that the guru depends on the dakshina given by him. An apt example of this is Kashiram Shempi. He came into Baba's contact from the very beginning. At that time, Baba did not ask for dakshina, nor did anyone give it to him. 
when Kashiram gave Baba two paisa every day. If for any reason Baba did not accept it, he felt disappointed and sad. Often his eyes welled with tears when Baba refused to accept it. The omniscient Baba, however, knew that Kashiram's pride was hurt. Baba then asked him for Dakshina at all times till he ran out of money. One day, Kashiram told Baba that he did not have the money. Baba asked him to borrow it from the grocer. After a few days, the grocer refused to lend him money. It was only then that he realized the lesson in it. Baba did not depend on his Dakshina for his meager needs. He also realized that pride had slowly but surely taken over his whole being. Most importantly, that Baba was not an ordinary human being like him, but that Baba was Parabrahma. He was the donor and the receiver and every action was through him. From that moment, his fortune returned and he became wealthy and humble. Baba takes on the fever of Gajanan Narvekar. The Guru, when he takes Takshina, looks after both the spiritual and materialistic well-being of the devotee. That is, he looks after the welfare in totality. Once a devotee named Gajanan Narvekar was suffering from high fever. It was continuous and relentless. He sent his son to Shirdi with Dakshina of 500 rupees. His son went to the Dwarkamai and gave Baba the 500 rupees. The moment the money touched Baba's hand, Baba got high fever and started shivering. A devotee seated next to Baba saw him shivering and asked him how he got the high fever all of a sudden. Baba replied, when I accept Dakshina from anyone, I have to carry all his burdens, whether spiritual, materialistic or physical, that is health. Shapurji Sedji and his Dakshina Prior to going to Shirdi, the Seth had welcomed Mauli Saib, a saint from Nanded, who had visited him by offering him a small feast of fruits savouries and delectable confectioneries. And when Das Ganu checked the yadi or bill, it was exactly 3 rupees and 14 annas. Baba identifies himself with this saint, and hence he tells Sejji that he has already received the 3 rupees and 14 annas, and so he has only to give him the balance of the 5 rupees of Dakshana. This gives a glimpse of Baba's all-pervasiveness. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram